The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Thursday, November 3rd, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy earbuds and headphones with the code BBNC at tweakedaudio.com. The Chicago Cubs more or less showed up for their games for more than a century before they won the World Series again. It was coming up on 1 a.m. Cleveland time when the Cubbies won their first series in 108 years. The Cubs had lost a three-run lead in the eighth to find themselves tied with the equally hungry Cleveland Indians. By the 10th inning, the Cubs had regained their lead for an 8-6 to win. No word yet on when the victory parade will take place. But as a former longtime Chicagoan, congratulations to my friends in the city with big shoulders and to the no longer long-suffering Chicago Cubs. As for the nation's long-suffering voters, the latest polls show Hillary Clinton with a three-point lead over Donald Trump, meaning she's regained some support since the FBI's political move. Clinton still leads in electoral college votes in a way that makes a Trump victory highly unlikely, but not impossible. Trump has again started saying the election is rigged. This will all finally be over, we hope, five days from now. Now that Americans have had a chance to digest, discuss, and ponder the subject of voter fraud, we've become less concerned about anyone stealing the election, a fear first raised by Donald Trump. In August, Trump successfully had many Americans up in arms about fraud and a stolen election. Facts and statistics proved him wrong again. Now, a couple months later, at least two-thirds of us believe Tuesday's election will be fair. That's not as much confidence as we've expressed in other years, but it's definitely up from the fraud-fearing month of August. Trump supporters are still chanting his mantra that the whole thing's rigged. Barely a majority of Republicans are confident in a fair election, 56%, while 83% of Democrats believe it will be fair. With the race as tight as it is now, those numbers could change. President Obama went on Tom Joyner's radio show with an important message for African-American voters. Vote. The president said he's troubled by what appears to be a lack of enthusiasm among black voters for the candidate most likely to carry forward his legacy. It's not that hard, he said, adding, we've done it before. Tell your friends, he said, I personally ask you to vote. Numbers show early voting among African-Americans, normally ahead of other groups, is running behind with Hillary Clinton on the ticket. And the president has joined the chorus of Democrats criticizing FBI Director James Comey's decision to announce additional study of emails from Hillary Clinton's private server within two weeks of the election. Quoting the president, we don't operate on innuendo, we don't operate on incomplete information, we don't operate on leaks, we operate on concrete decisions. A 35-year-old woman who says she was repeatedly raped by Donald Trump when she was 13 years old didn't show up at her own news conference yesterday. Her attorney saying death threats had made her afraid to show her face. In her lawsuit, this Jane Doe says it happened in the summer of 94 and that she pleaded with Trump to stop, but that he refused. She says he slapped her face and screamed he'd do whatever he wanted and threatened her and her family if she talked about the assault. As Hillary Clinton's lead in the polls narrowed to nearly invisible and Donald Trump's chances improved, the stock markets tanked in Asia. Surprised at the resilience of Trump supporters, Asian markets dipped by about 2%. 
in Japan, the Nikkei and Tokyo indices were down, down in Taiwan, South Korea, Hong Kong, and Singapore. Asian investors say they're worried about the U.S.'s ability to function properly if Trump's elected and about what they see as a threat to their financial interests. The perceived rise of Trump has also decreased the value of the U.S. dollar and U.S. stocks are down this morning as well. Mississippi burning again. Police in Greenville are investigating a fire at an historic black church as a hate crime, and now the FBI is investigating it as a civil rights violation. The arsonists also spray-painted the words, Vote Trump, on the outside of the building. The attack came without warning, and the mayor's calling it a race crime, which he says was common there in the 50s and 60s. It shouldn't, he said, happen in 2016. The GoFundMe account to rebuild has already met its goal three times over and is still growing. The county Republican office in Hillsborough, North Carolina, that was attacked by a fire bomber is once again open for business. The spray-painted graffiti nearby that read Nazi Republicans leave town or else, along with a swastika, have been removed. Local Democrats raised money to help the local Republican Party rebuild its headquarters. And in Lebanon, Ohio, the big pile of manure has been removed from outside the front door of a county Democratic headquarters, and a suspect's been arrested. No one was arrested the last time this happened four years ago. It's not as though the Democrats pose much of a threat in Warren County, Ohio. That county hasn't elected a Democrat in nearly 40 years. The head of the Senate Intelligence Committee did something not so intelligent, joked about the assassination of Hillary Clinton. He has since apologized, but he's ignoring calls that he resign as Republican senator from North Carolina and drop out of a close race for re-election. Last weekend, Senator Burr told supporters he was shocked there wasn't a bullseye over the photo of Clinton he saw on the cover of a gun publication. His timing was as bad as his joke as he was leading his Democratic challenger by as little as one point in the polls. This week, Burr admitted his joke was, quote, inappropriate, and I apologize for it. The Brady campaign to end gun violence says Burr, quote, spent his career fighting to make sure terrorists, domestic abusers, and felons can buy guns. Now, says the Brady Group, he's effectively encouraging people to use those guns to commit murder. The gun control group says an apology from Senator Burr is not enough. He should resign immediately. Yet another company is looking at bailing out of the government health insurance marketplace. Anthem says it's leaning toward pulling out of the Affordable Care Act by 2018 if the numbers don't get better this year. Anthem and the 14 Blue Cross Blue Shield states it currently has would be the last of the big for-profit companies to pull out of Obamacare. 2017, says its CEO, is a critical year. Third quarter earnings out this week are down for Anthem. Now in its fourth year with 3.5 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Here's this year's perfect stocking stuffer, earbuds and headphones from tweakedaudio.com, especially the new Hegon Sport earbuds. They're orange and gray with silicone caps to help them stay put. They're water-resistant, tangle-free, and come with a travel pouch so they're ready to go the distance. The Hegon Sport Buds have an inline mic, a gold-plated plug, and, of course, extra gels for your ears. All the other Tweaked Audio earbuds come in a range of styles, colors, and materials, including wood. Tweaked Audio products just sound better, especially designed to reduce outside noise. And you just can't beat the prices for this level of quality. You can even get buds in sets of two or three to save even more. 
and you can save an extra one-third off their already amazing prices when you check out with the code BBNC at TweakedAudio.com. They make the perfect gift, and Tweaked Audio provides free shipping anywhere in the world. Thank you for supporting this news through TweakedAudio.com. Iowa police ultimately did arrest the man they believe shot two officers to death in two separate ambushes just minutes apart. Scott Michael Green's being held on suspicion of shooting both officers in their cars without warning or provocation, but he's not yet been officially charged. One officer was with the city of Des Moines, the other with the suburb of Urbandale. For Des Moines, it was the first officer death in the line of duty since 1977. The lawyers for a former Charleston, South Carolina police officer have asked the judge to keep out of his trial eyewitness video of the officer shooting an unarmed black man to death. The trial's begun for former officer Michael Slager, who's accused of killing Walter Scott after a traffic stop. The shooting brought outrage from across the country last year, especially since Mr. Scott was shot in the back repeatedly. The former officer's lawyers say the cell phone video that recorded that event is, quote, unreliable, technically inadequate, limited in scope, and extremely unrepresentative of the events. They also say the video is incomplete, not showing what led up to the shooting. Scott running away from his vehicle on foot after being stopped. Either way, prosecutors say then-officer Slager's use of force was unnecessary and blatantly excessive. The former officer says he feared for his life, and his lawyers say the eyewitness video doesn't show the officer's point of view. The officer wasn't wearing a body cam, and dashboard videos reveal even less than the citizen's video. Once the judge rules on that video, the trial can begin today. The trial for a former campus cop started yesterday with the jury taking a trip to the street where he allegedly killed an unarmed black man. Former University of Cincinnati officer Ray Tensing shot Sam DuBose in the head, saying he too feared for his life after stopping DuBose for having no front license plate. Tensing says DuBose tried to drive away as the then-officer reached into the vehicle to turn off the engine and remove the keys. The video in this case does not support the officer's claim. In fact, the officer made 10 claims about what happened, none of which are supported by the video. The video shows Tensing's gun already drawn and aimed at the target before DuBose tried to drive away. Tensing's on trial for voluntary manslaughter, so the jury has to decide if he shot DuBose intentionally or if Tenson truly feared for his life. There is, however, a recording of Tenson telling someone later he, quote, meant to shoot him in the head. Tenson's lawyer says DuBose did try to drive away, and that body cam video will show DuBose grabbing Tenson's arm in an effort to drag the officer. And a witness says he heard Tenson tell another officer that was his fear. The trial continues today. A young woman who was raped behind a dumpster at Stanford University is Glamour Magazine's Woman of the Year. We still only know the victim as 22-year-old Emily Doe, who was unconscious when she was violated. She was raped by a swim team freshman, Brock Turner, who spent just three months in jail for that horrific crime. Glamour says it chose Ms. Doe because of her take-no-prisoners way of telling her story in a letter to the court that went viral. She attacked the endless blaming of rape victims and the favorable treatment of student-athletes. In the magazine's words, that changed the conversation about sexual assault forever. Thanks to that letter, California no longer gives lighter sentences to rapists whose victims were unconscious or extremely drunk. Emily Doe is Glamour's Woman of the Year. And Bono, lead singer of U2, 
is the magazine's very first man of the year. Glamour editors saying he's one man who gets it. But women will never become priests in the Roman Catholic Church, according to the mostly progressive Pope Francis. Never. The Pope is at peace with that policy, which he says was decreed by Pope John Paul II in 1994 and will remain in effect forever. Francis told a reporter women could do many other things better than men. He said Mary, for example, is more important to the Church's theology than the Apostles. The pontiff did order a study of the Church's former use of women as deacons. Native Americans who took a stand against an oil pipeline in North Dakota were dispersed with pepper gas and rubber bullets, but the white-armed militiamen who took over a government wildlife outpost in Oregon held their ground for well over a month and were eventually found not guilty of any crime. And although gun-toting brothers Ryan and Ammon Bundy are still facing a trial for a standoff against officers in Nevada, they say they're willing to stage yet another standoff against the feds. They say they'll do it all over again if President Obama carries out his pledge to convert 350,000 acres outside their cattle ranch into federally protected preserves. We will continue to stand, says Ammon Bundy, using his best militiaman lingo, the Bundy's Oregon protest was over the jailing of two ranchers who burned public land. The Nevada protest was to stop the removal of their father's cattle from federal land, their dad, Cliven Bundy, refusing to obey multiple court orders to take his grazing herd elsewhere. Now the president's promising to set aside land next to the Bundy brothers' ranch to protect its sandstone formations and Native American etchings. Justice sometimes comes slowly, but it often comes. In his first comment on the subject, President Obama says the government is now looking at ways to reroute that oil pipeline through Native American land in North Dakota. And finally, I've walked out of CVS with receipts I'll swear are three feet long. A California man dressed for Halloween this year as a CVS receipt that's 12 feet long, his head poking through just below the barcode and just above a long line of coupons. He did, by the way, stop into CVS to pick up the curiously strong mint known as Altoids. The clerk then scanned the giant barcode above his head, and it saved him money on the Altoids. The employees also got him to pose for a photo as he dragged his long CVS receipt out the door. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.